You're listening to the Story Shout Podcast, hosted by Kelsey Jones. We're a weekly podcast dedicated to destigmatizing failure and laughing at our normalcy. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Story Shout Podcast. My name is Kelsey Jones, and I am your host. Today, I am here with Kelly Collins. Hi, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kelly is has been one of my best friends since we were in seventh grade. A long, mm-hmm. long time. And so, that's how I know Kelly. And um, she is someone that I asked to come on the podcast. And when I asked her, I... I asked her what she wanted to talk about that she sucked at. And Kelly, what'd you say? I don't know if it was that you asked me, but more like you suggested it to me that, <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> I suck at texting and I will fully acknowledge it. Man, you do though. Like maybe this is an intervention. <laughs> Wait a second. It's true. You have my mother-in-law on here too. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay. Okay, maybe I'm just like too good of a texter. So like my, I'm like too good. So then you're just a normal texter. So then no, I don't think I'm normal. I definitely think I'm, I'm like below average at texting. <laughs> I'm not the worst. Okay, I'm not like a baby boomer who you know texts emojis instead of real sentences. But I have to be picky and who I res- who I respond to when. I don't have to. I just am. You just, so is it like a knowing, like you do it knowingly, you don't respond like out of choice. Sometimes because sometimes I'll get a text and I'll be on my phone and I'll see it come through and I don't want to respond right away because I, I don't want people to know I'm on my phone all the time. (laughs) I don't know. Or, or it could be, there's a few reasons you might not respond right away. It could be, uh, I don't want to be like, I don't want it to seem like I'm on my phone as much as I am because I'm on it all the time. Or it might be a power thing and it's not with you ever, but it could be a power thing. Like, Oh, I don't want them to like think I'm like super concerned at answering their questions. So I'm just going to let it simmer for a while. Um, what are some other reasons? And I mean, I might just be busy. I have, I think kids when they enter the equation also complicate how fast you can get back to text messages and make you prioritize too. Cause I have two kids under five. Yeah. So those oh, yeah. might be the three main things. I think that plays a big part of it is, is having kids, especially like I know you and your husband work full time. So for me, it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier to answer text when my son's at daycare. And I don't know if you feel the same, but like morning mm-hmm. or from daycare pickup to bedtime, basically, I don't look, I try not to look at my phone. I, yeah. But then you, there's that thing, what is it called? You would know this better than me because it's the digital world thing, but there's like screen guilt or internet guilt, something like that during the pandemic. That's been a thing where parents who are like working full time, taking care of kids full time, taking care of themselves and their, their spouse and their relationship full time, you add on, like you don't have any time for yourself. And so you sit in your bed and just stare at your screen mm-hmm. and scroll and you're like getting, it's like a revenge thing back at your life. Anyway, this isn't why I'm here. You can edit that out. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but that's true. Like you... You feel like your time isn't your own. And so mm-hmm. you it's almost like a a stubbornness thing that you're like, well, I'm gonna use my phone how I want. Yeah. And that does not include answering people's text messages. That's right. 
<laughs> That's right. That's so true. Well, and I, it's so true. I feel like you answer me if I am asking you a question or we're talking about like if we're meeting up or something. Like to organize this, mm-hmm. you answer. But then there's times where I'll like send you something funny and you won't answer, which is fine. Like not everybody answers me. And I, but I'll, I'll always laugh. Okay. So maybe you just need to send a recording of you laughing and that's, that's enough. That's all I need. It could be. be. Well, and then sometimes I get in a situation and anyone who is a bad texter, I I would hope anyone who texts has been in the situation where you're on like a text chain. Mm -hmm. Cause like you and I will have a conversation thread going with some of our mutual friends and then we'll have a one-on-one thread going and like, let's say you sent me something that I didn't respond to that was really funny. But then there's the, hey, what do you guys think about meeting up on this date on the other thread? I have to get back to you first. Like, I have to figure out in my head, like, the timeline and responses to make sure I don't piss anyone off. So then I have to go back to you and, like, laugh at something stupid <laughs> you sent me three weeks ago and make sure you know I appreciated it. <laughs> stupid being funny. And then I have to go back and like take care of business with, okay, I'll be there on the group thread. So you have to figure that as well. See, I think you're overthinking it because if you answered in our group chat, but you hadn't answered me three weeks ago in a private chat, I wouldn't look at our group chat and be like, God, why didn't Kelly answer me three weeks ago? Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I do. <laughs> no. Okay. I would. I do that all the time. Not just with friends, but with family too. Like my mom she'll she'll go on rampages on texts and text like the most ridiculous things about like her new solar flamingo lights and then how like the college kids next door had a rager and like broke their shed and like all of this like varying level of text and it's really overwhelming and I just will go silent and I won't respond to any of it but then on my sister thread and her with her on it I'll like I'll be alive and I know that she pays attention to that (laughs) So there's a lot of guilt involved. I know. Because it's just another form of communication, right. you know? Like, so you don't want to, you don't want to make anyone upset. Well, and it's... Maybe that's why I go quiet. There's lots of... late. Like, I feel like texting is its own ecosystem because... So my dad is like your mom. And remember, we should have gotten them married. I know your parents are now <laughs> married, but when they weren't for a while, we wanted our parents to be together. Anyway, we tried. We did. Uh, it didn't work. They weren't having it. Hi, Mr. Childress. <laughs> He'll probably never listen to this. He, I don't think he knows what a podcast is. Um, he, so he'll text random stuff like that. Like he'll send me and Spencer. Spencer's my brother. Um, like a random link. Like, did you know the site sells discounted clothes or something? And I think for him, <laughs> texting is like a connect. It's like an attempt at a connection. And so for me, I always text back because he's not like a very communicative person. So I know that those are like his attempts. So I will always text back. Mm -hmm. Now him and my brother have a little bit more of a contentious relationship because I think they are alike in in some ways that me and my dad are not alike. And so they kind of rub each other the wrong way. And um, anyway, if he texts my brother something and my brother doesn't answer because he's at work or something, my dad will then text again, like a period, like that's like a pink to like put him back at the top to answer. <laughs> now my dad doesn't do that to me. And so Spencer is annoyed to no end. Like that would be really annoying. I would never do that to anybody. Right. Um, unless I had to know, if no. I had to know, I would write a whole text. I wouldn't do just the period. Um, 
that's where the emojis have to come into play for that generation, right? Like it should be a wave. I'm yeah, still here. Yeah, or something. My dad not does a- not send gifts. <laughs> yeah. um, but my dad never does that to me. If I don't answer him, he will not do the period mm-hmm. thing. And so it's interesting, like how our relationships are different in texting with, with different people, you know? Totally. Yeah, it's so true. It's, and I, I read something, there was a, speaking of gifts, there's a gif out there somewhere. And am I saying that correctly? Is it gif or gif? Okay, so the founder said it should be gif, but he's obviously wrong. And so it's okay. <laughs> okay. I say gif. Okay. Um, there's a gif out there I just saw that said something like, hey, and I, I don't mean to be mean to boomers. I, I love boomers. Boomer love. My parents are boomers. But yes, boomer love. <laughs> but there was some gif that was like, hey, boomers, the reason my generation loves texting so much isn't because we're trying to avoid conversations. It's because we're trying to be respectful of reaching mm-hmm. you during, you know, like being respectful of your time. Like we mm-hmm. don't want to assume that if you, we call you at six o'clock during dinner, you're going to drop everything and, and talk to us. We're just going to text you and you can get back to us when it makes sense to you. And then I guess with me, it just it makes sense with longer time periods than others. But I've been thinking about this conversation and I do think that there should be some improvements made to texting. Like I have, I have a droid. I don't know if Apple, if iPhones do this, but there should be some way you can flag a text message to yourself to like send a notification to say like respond by kind of like Outlook, Mm. respond by X date. And then if you don't get back to that text message, then your phone will you know blow up at you and remind you. I think that sounds good in theory. And I don't think iPhones do that. But then I feel like that would add another layer of guilt because what if it pings you and you still don't want to respond? then you'd feel guilty that you haven't answered yet. At least I would. Well, I tend to also just like ignore those reminders, but yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it would solve it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but it would be, I don't think you can get beaten to submission, you know, like I think it, it, it just is what it is. Like it's just yeah. my style. And I think it's really interesting though, to hear your thought process behind like why you respond to some and why you don't, because for me, I respond to everything. And one time, um, again, mm-hmm. missing Spencer, my brother, um, I'll send him stuff all the time because we have the same sense of humor. And um, one time I told, I asked him, he never responds. And he was like, not all texts need a response. And I was like, well, well. I agree with him. That's pretty sassy, but he I changed agree with my him. outlook because to him, he wasn't being rude. Like he was like, I saw it. It was funny, mm-hmm. but I don't, I didn't need to respond to it. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Not every text needs a response. And I guess it depends on the eye of the beholder, right? Like you go into text messages thinking I need, like, I would like confirmation mm-hmm. when I send a response, a text at your convenience, whenever mm-hmm. it works for the receiver. But Spencer and me believe that not every text needs a response, except for like a chuckle that you never get to hear when you <laughs> send something funny. <laughs> well, but I think chuckle. I'm like, I'm like my um, dad in the way where I see it as like, a way to connect with people. So if I send you something, mm-hmm. I think it's my way of showing that I care about you and that I'm thinking about you. And I didn't even mm-hmm. realize I really, that's why I was doing it until like a few months ago or during the pandem- pandemic. Um, but I think that's why mm-hmm. I text so much. Cause it's like my way of showing that I care in a way. Well, that makes sense because the first time I realized that it bothered you sometimes when I wouldn't reply very well, when I, when I realized I sucked at texting was right after I had my first kid, Leo, he's about to turn four. 
um, because you were probably showing me that you cared and you, you were texting me quite a bit those first few weeks. I don't even remember what specifically, like checking in, probably sharing funny things, taking my mind off things, but I wasn't responding because as I mentioned, they're one of the three factors mm-hmm. in a delayed text response. So I wasn't really too responsive. And, and you sent me a, a text that was basically like, Hey, are you okay? I feel like you've been distant lately, like something oh, no. along those lines. And I was like, Oh no, I need to be responsive <laughs> to, to Kelsey's text because this is how she communicates with me. And I think it helped a little oh. bit. I don't know. I'm still are pretty slow. Counseling right now? I was thinking this is really therapeutic and I need to, I need to do yeah, this more often. Uh, the episodes <laughs> I've recorded, a few of them have been like more like therapy than uh, like funny, which it worked out and it's fine and it's good, I think. But I mm. think I honestly do not need all my text ma- messages answered. I honestly do not like, especially like memes or like random articles about something we've talked about. But if it's something like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you today or, um, I don't know. Like something like that, I I would hope for a response. Yeah. But what about I and again, I don't have an iPhone. You I don't do have an know. iPhone either, do you? You do now? Well, I love the reaction feature yes. on iPhones. So is is that I obviously can't do that with you because my personal phone is a droid, but my work phone is a, an iPhone, so I sometimes will react to coworkers when they text me. So is that an acceptable response when you send something like I'm thinking about you? I don't know. If I sent like this, I it's know, like but if received. I sent this, like, okay, it depends on what, what we were talking about. If you're going through a hard time, like you, whenever, like say you had a newborn and you just reacted, I think I wouldn't take it personal. Mm-hmm. But if it was like something like, I haven't heard from you in a long time, I really hope you're okay. And it was nothing really specific that I knew about. And I just got a thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'd be kind of like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make me more concerned like a serial killer has your phone or something and that's all they can respond because otherwise I would I would know it wasn't you yeah. you would know maybe I would still know like if they answer too fast I'm like oh Kelly got kidnapped she's answering my text too fast <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Like that's a nightly news show is texting habits of serial killers. Like how to know if someone has has stolen your friend's phone based on their texts. Yeah. Like um, Harrison, my husband, he is not like a very like caring texter. So if if he ever texted me something on a normal day, that wasn't like a hard day that I was having. And he was just like, Hey, thinking about you today, I'd be like, Wow, what happened to Harrison? Like, that's just not something you would text me. So I think you're right. Like, it just right. depends on. It's true. I think, like I said, like texting is its own language and its own like mm-hmm. unique medium. Yep. Well, and I feel like so. Speaking of texting habits with with significant others, my husband Adam and I we have very opposite personalities mm-hmm. when we text. So when I actually do choose to respond. I love exclamation points and I love smiley faces and I love, cause just like on email or like I am, you can, you sometimes can't send sarcasm right. if you don't know the person. You oftentimes can't send sarcasm and jokes if you don't know the person. And, and so like that is my way. And I've had conversations with colleagues about this too. And they're the same way. Like we have an agreement that, you know, Hey, if we're in a good mood and things are good, just put in exclamation points and the smiley faces. But if those aren't there, like that's when you know something's off. 
And he never does that. His like, sometimes he won't even put like periods or punctuation in. It's just like very matter of fact and to the point and responding. And there was one time he, he responded to my manager who texted me. I don't remember. I was driving and she needed like some kind of confirmation from me. And he was like, what do you want me to say back? And so I said, just text her. I have it taken care of. Have a good weekend. And like that exclamation point at the end is the difference between like, Hey, I'm really yeah, I'm done. Worry. I have it covered. I'm really excited for the days ahead. Or I'm really pissed. Have a good weekend. Period. <laughs> and I was so, <laughs> and I still haven't talked to her about it, but I know she remembers it because she's the same as me. You know? So yeah. Punctuation and emojis. About, I read a few months ago and I'm like terrified now is I guess according to the Gen Zers, punctuation in text is like really lame. Mm. Like that's like, yeah, that's like, what? that's like old, like millennial boomer level, See. like perfect sentences are not, not cool. Hearing this makes me not want to become better at texting because I can't keep up with it. Like I, if I forget an apostrophe and like we're, and it turns into were, I have to go back and like correct it and put the little and, star. And I would <laughs> never text notes. my boss the letter U instead of Y-O-U or anyone I no. worked with. No, my mother-in-law uses the U. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I think here's the thing. I think I probably suck at responding to texting, but in my opinion, I don't suck Ooh. at texting itself. Like when I choose to respond, I'm very satisfied with the I'll content. agree with that. <laughs> You're Thank a you. good responder when you respond. <laughs> And I don't, but I feel like too, we've been friends for so long that if, even if we didn't talk for a while, it's not a big deal. Like, I think, I think the length and the type Mm -hmm. of relationship makes a difference. So if it was like a newer friend that never responded, then I would probably stop trying. But since it's you, I just will just keep texting Mm -hmm. and not care if you like are are annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Because you know that you right. know there's the I lost chuckles in there, you know? and I know that like you can't quit me, you know. That's a good, and not that I take you for granted because I I don't. But when there's newer people in my life that I'm trying to get to know, and we're we are texting, I'll usually try to be more responsive, at least at the beginning. Like when the for, when the relationship is forming, I will be pretty responsive, and then when we slide into the comfort zone, you then reel I kind of ease and off, and then you catfish him. You, that's what you're doing. You're catfishing. <laughs> they're like, who is this? They, they, they don't know what they're in for. And I, it's true. Well, and it's been hard also during the pandemic, like you said. I, I feel like I've been a little bit more responsive to people because you don't see them in person. But like the person I'm thinking about in my head of like someone who I've been pretty decent at texting and, you know, kind of laid off the gas on the responses lately as a girl that lives right around the corner from me with two kids and get along really well. And during the pandemic, I feel like there was Mm. nothing else to do but text. But now this girl lives within walking distance of me. I know where kids are going to, our kids are going to meet up over the summer. So texting might not be as essential. It it is like laying the groundwork. And then once you kind of have an established relationship, it's not as important. So, but I, right. I think some relationships are higher maintenance than others and texting plays a role in that, even if you don't want it to mm-hmm. like texting is kind of like email. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that yep. I hate email and I, but we'll never not have email. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, and at my uh, job yeah. I'm at now we almost, oh, everything's slack. 
I rarely get any actual emails from people. Really? Um, it's like all company updates or maybe mm. an email chain, but very rarely will someone email me, even to send like mm. documents and stuff. I've been giving, getting those in Slack a lot. And that's been weird to me because I'm used to email, but I feel like Slack or those messaging apps and then texting are a lot more temporary. Like they don't stay in my brain like email does. Like if, if, yeah. if someone at work says, oh, I yeah. sent you that on Slack, I don't, I, I rarely <clears throat> remember things people send me on Slack. And I don't know if texting's a thing. Well, and you can't archive. That's the other thing is you can't archive in, in Slack or texting. So if you want to go back into a conversation, not that I'm advocating for email over text at all. I hate email too. But the one thing I like is you can always search it. But texting, like I have, you don't even want to know how many texts like, and it's not because I'm popular. It's because I'm not an, I'm I'm not organized. I have 40 unread conversations. And, and I mean, how do you even start organizing those? You don't, you just ignore it. And if it's really important, you'll text you again. (laughs) Right. Cause I guarantee you those 40 conversations are like promotion things that I've been pulled into or notifications that a table's ready or something like like that. I I think it would be nice to be able to mark text as unread once you've read them. Like, especially stuff with planning. So, like, for instance, yes. you and I are planning to meet up with our families uh, next month over 4th of July. And you had asked about times or whatever. And I know that was through email. But if it was through text and I read your text, I then have to remember in my brain, okay, I have mm-hmm. to ask Harrison if those times work. Because if I don't remember, then it's gone because the text is already marked mm-hmm. as read. I can't mark it as unread to remember that I need to get back to you. Yeah. I mean, that could be, that could fit the bill for my follow-up idea, the, you know, notification to follow up in X number of days. If I could just have the ability to mark them unread, knowing that I had not responded, like unread equals unresponded to, then that would be okay. Unless we're, you know, too old to really know how to use like mark is unread, but I really don't think you can on Android or iPhone. Well, I, I learned a new um, texting technique from my 19 year old nephew, I guess 20, 20 year old nephew, where we were having a group conversation with him, my brother-in-law, my sister and my husband. And, you know, we all started talking about something else and it was just, you know, too lame for my nephew to be involved. And he left the conversation. Uh, Yes. And to me, that's rude. You need to see it through. You need to see it through. (laughs) Well, he felt like it wasn't relevant. He felt like he was like, oh, I can't like, he's probably very, I'm going to ask to see his phone next time. He's probably very organized his text messages and was like, this is just clutter and left. And all of us were like, was that, we didn't even know that was possible to leave a conversation. I would just like, yeah, let it I know live in my can, inbox. Of but I would never do it. Cause to me, that's rude. And what I've done is if I'm in a group text and it's like overwhelming, cause that does happen to me. If I'm just like mentally not there for it, or it's like something yes. that's annoying and that it's on me, like, it's, I know that it's just me that thinks it's annoying. It's really not. I know on iPhones, you can silence the combo. So like you'll, you could still see all the text, but it doesn't do a notification oh. every time there's a new text in that message in that uh, group chat. So I do that. And then when I'm like mentally ready Love to that. read it all, then I'll go in and like read it all. But I, I would, I don't ever leave a chat mainly because I have FOMO. Like I feel like I was added mm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a good point. Do you leave Facebook message chats? Remember, like, 
a few years ago, all of a sudden these random Facebook message threads would get started and you have to like I leave or else your messages would blow up. Is that okay? If it's like so-and-so invited you to a birthday party yeah. or something and I already know I can't go. Or if it's like a shady MLM thing, I will mm-hmm. always leave that. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes me think that to me, texting is more personal. Like it's like the most personal form of communication besides like face-to-face or mm-hmm. video chat or phone call. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty personal because people it's, it's the one device that we all have close to us these days, right? Like even if we're not on it all the time, it's, it's the one thing that we use to connect with everything. So that's what makes it hard. Also the pressure to respond to all the texts is you know that about people, like, you know, that if they're on Instagram sharing pictures of their day or Snapchat, you know, posting videos, whatever, snapping videos. I don't know anymore, Kelsey. But yeah, you know, they're on their device and have gotten the notification and not responding. So that's another added pressure. Maybe I should just like get rid of it all. But then that takes away that element of personal. Because I feel like you and I mainly tech. So what would we even do? Like email? Mm -hmm. If you didn't have texting on your phone, like you wouldn't want me to randomly call you, you know, because you probably would never answer. Same with me. No, I'd probably never Mm -hmm. answer because the times were both free or with our kids or like, I don't even have my phone. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not going to get rid of texting. But now I'm wondering, generation... No, Z, and then Alpha is like our kid. Generation. The ones... Okay, so Z is the one that doesn't believe in proper grammar in their texts, right? Do you think that they are even going to continue with texting? Or are they going to like transition to WhatsApp? Like they're not... They might not Mm. even use SMS in the future, right? So I wonder if this is just all a moot... Like in a year, this podcast might not even... So I had some neighborhood girls... (laughs) Uh, come over because they're going to babysit for us. And one of them, we've been talking through Facebook Messenger, but I'm bad at Messenger because I hate it. So I get the notification, but I won't always look at it. And I don't know why. But when she was over, okay, so I don't know Same why. Here. That's me um, but when we she was Sorry, over, um, I said, well, let me get me give you my cell phone number and we can just text. And she seemed relieved. Like, I think she hated Messenger as well. So I don't, I think texting is still Mm. alive and well. I was going to say Instagram DM, a lot of people talk on that, but I, I don't even have phone notifications for Instagram. Like I'll log in once a day, but I don't get notifications. Like someone texted you or someone commented because to me that's too, like that's overwhelming. I don't get any notifications for any social media, just texting. Like, so if someone Snapchats me, I don't see it unless I log into the app and see that I have a new one just because it's too much. It's too much. But I don't know where I was going with that. I guess to say, I think texting will still be around. It's always changing. Yeah. I mean, we'll keep it around. Right. I'm not, I'm not. We don't need any more apps. Like this, uh, this girl (laughs) I met on LinkedIn, she wanted to talk and she was like, can we talk through WhatsApp? Because I guess I, she's in Spain. So I guess like she wanted to call me, which I guess that makes sense. But I sighed because mm-hmm. I'm like, God, now I have to download WhatsApp and like figure out how to use it. But to her, she liked it because she could mm-hmm. just use my phone number that I had already given her. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Now I have to have freaking WhatsApp yep. and make sure that the notifications are on. Yeah. So when she does call me, I get the call. It's like a whole thing. I know. I, I have some international friends that are living internationally and they ask me to use WhatsApp. So I have it on my phone, but like you, I don't have it activating notifications. And so it's a whole other type of platform to discover. But I do think since it is international and like basically universal access for anyone with a cell phone, I wonder if as the world kind of 
not to use the old cliche, but gets flatter as people become, you know, more international, if that's going to be the norm versus these like, yeah, that's a country point. based. It just providers. sucks that WhatsApp is owned by. Anyway. So I think people are leery of yeah, I think using right. Messenger and WhatsApp because of data privacy, which is probably a whole other podcast episode or a whole other different mm. podcast, but it's just interesting. Totally. Uh, something to think about for sure. Yeah. I also, one other pet peeve about texting that might lead to my response, either anxiety or negligence or apathy would be the better word. You just mentioned you don't like getting, like you don't even open up your Facebook messages or notifications. Sometimes I don't do that. I'll just read the preview of what someone texted because I don't want them to, sometimes I I don't know, I can't keep track of who has a red notification from me and who doesn't, which sounds like I should probably just figure that out and take responsibility for my texting, but I don't want them to see that I read it and then decided not to reply. Even though yeah. like what we just discussed, like you have to assume that they read it, right? Because the phone's on you all the time and you're on all these social media things. The same, like they know that you read it. Yeah. Well, you should take off. I want... You should take off your red notification. <laughs> I think so it they just... never see that nobody ever sees that you read anything. That's what I have. So nobody knows if I read it or not. Yeah. I need to do that. See, no one talks you through these things. This is why we can't communicate effectively with our parents and why people like me suck mm-hmm. at texting is like, there's not a manual to texting. There's not a texting etiquette. You just kind of, you know, it's just like a, you have to figure out social norms and. You know, well, what, and then you, you wanna, think you're living your life. You think you you're good, you're cool at texting. And then someone's like, Hey, don't use periods. Like that's really yeah. lame or don't use emojis. And, and you'll, I'm just like, no, that is. I'm never giving that up. That is, that is like breaking news for me and I don't know how I feel about it because I don't think I'm ever going to stop using proper proper period placement or dashes mm-hmm. or emojis mm-hmm. in my text. This is not going to happen. Well, uh, we're at about time. And so I think we had a good, a good, nice couple of therapy sessions okay. about texting. So if if you were texting someone great. and they sucked at texting, like, would you, what would you say to them? Like, would you ask if they're okay or would you, would that be reflective for you or would you even notice? Um, I mean, I've come across a few, a few texters <laughs> that might put me to shame with the, the responses. And I will usually t- take my millennial approach of saying, <laughs> Hey, just checking in exclamation point, smiley face. <laughs> and then repeat the question in a really nice way. Was that like the least, con- maybe that's also it. Like I don't like confrontation. So I would just be as like low confrontation as possible and just make yeah, sure that me they're too. doing okay. Oh, and can they please I usually follow up if, if it's a question, if it's not, if it's not something that does need responded to, like Spencer said, yeah. I just let it, let it rest. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't take it personally because it's, they're, you know, probably hurting kids or dealing with busy work stuff and just living their life. And True. Unless I think they're mad at me, I don't really dwell on it. You said like hurting kids. Like, well, yeah, I guess that makes it busy. Hurting. Hurting (laughs) Hurting because that's my operative word these days. Thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited (laughs) to get to talk to you. And um, if anybody wants to ask you about texting or whatever, is there anything like a social media handle you want to give out or you just want to be a mystery online? Nobody needs to know who you are. 
<laughs> I mean, they can try to reach out to me, but I don't know if I'll get back to them based on this conversation. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm Kiwi on Twitter and Instagram, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not as cool as you. I'll have to go make sure they can even find I me. have to be on there for work. Well, thank you. And really thank you to everyone for um, listening. I really yeah. appreciate it. If you could but, leave us a review on iTunes, like, subscribe, or story shot on all our channels. And until next time, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Story Shout Podcast. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and connect with us on social media at Story Shout or online at storyshout.co. Until next time, stay normal.